welcome to the School of Laughs podcast, brought to you by SchoolofLaughs.com. Whether you're an aspiring comedian, a part-time pro, or a speaker who wants to become funnier, this is the podcast for you. We'll break down tools, tips, and techniques to help you get bigger, better, and more bookable. And now, here's the show. Welcome to the Crisp and Clean Comedy Competition episode. This is a School of Laughs podcast. I am your host, Rick Roberts. Hey, so what is the Crisp and Clean Comedy Competition? Well, it's a showcase of clean comedy clips uh, that was submitted by our listeners. This was open to all comedians, whether they're brand new, full-time, or just fooling themselves. I requested that they send some stuff in so we can hear what they're up to. And the clips range from stand-up to musical comedy to comedy without an audience. I didn't clarify that I wanted to have stand-up clips, which stand-up technically is standing up in front of an audience. But throughout the COVID-19 pandemic, I failed to realize that some people didn't have a chance to go out and do a joke in front of a live audience. So they just recorded the joke right into their phone or their computer and sent it to me. Hey, and that's okay, too. So we've got all those kinds of clips in this episode, 20 of them all together. And in a minute, I'll go through the list of uh, the names of the jokes, the people who submitted them and where they're from. But your participation comes in in the form of voting. Even though I kind of feel this is more of a showcase or just kind of a check-in with the listeners and their clips, I want to pick out three of the best, and I want your help doing that. So here's how you can vote. One, you can go to the schooloflast.com website and go to the show notes page for this episode and simply look at the list. Make sure you get the name of the bit and the person. Put that in the subject line of an email. I'll have an email link on there. You just click it. Pop that in, it'll send it to me, and I'll tally those up. Another way you can vote, and you can do both of these, is you could go to the School of Last YouTube channel. You can search that online, but you can also find a link to that in the show notes at schooloflast.com. And make a comment underneath the video of the podcast. Now, it's not a full-blown video of of all these clips. This is just an image of the podcast with the whole episode Uh, playing along on the audio side of things, but you can go into the comment section underneath the video and leave a vote for your favorite name and bit and put that in there and I'll tally those up. While you're in there, subscribe to the School of Laughs YouTube channel because some big things are happening in about six weeks you don't want to miss out on. And then, of course, I have a panel of judges, some secret judges. I don't want them to be uh, harassed by the people who did not win, but I've got at least three people that are going to vote uh, I will stay out of the voting, um, but those three people will vote and then submit their favorites to me. So the overall voting is you making a comment on YouTube channel, you submitting a vote favorite through the email, schoolofglass at gmail.com, and the panel of judges. I'll weigh each of those uh, weights a third. So I'll tally that up, get my mathematician brain going, and announce the overall three favorite submissions on a future episode. And if possible, I'll get those comedians on the line and uh, do a little behind-the-scenes quick interview with the winners, uh, the top three in that episode where we reveal the overall winners. Voting goes all the way through July 1st, and then the results will appear on July 15th. Uh, in that episode of the podcast. And what prizes will the top three receive? A one-hour roundtable coaching call 
Uh, it's with me and the other winners. We'll get on there for an hour and brainstorm, help each other out with whatever you need help out on. Uh, I'm going to have you a free silver edition of the comedy writing course made available to the top three and a free one-year subscription to Club 52, which uh, features a weekly email with comedy challenges as well as a quarterly Zoom hangout. So those are the prizes. Here are the entrants. In no particular order, these are the entrants to the Crisp and Clean Comedy Clip competition. We have Chicken Hormones from Sheila Day in Nashville, Tennessee. We have Fat Baby, Dustin Kreider, Atlanta, Georgia. Billy Bod, Patrick Miller, Oakland, California. Instagram, Damian Challen from Newcastle, Australia, mate. Losing My Mind from Theodore Schmeckel from Mineola, New York. Divorces versus Widows at Shell from Fort Worth, Texas. Begging for Attention, J.B. Bowman, Nashville, Tennessee. Random Thoughts with Gary Busey, Brian Kahatsu, Glendale, Arizona. More Than a Hobby, Mark Johns, Austin, Texas. Not Hip or Cool. That's from Dan Bublitz, Jr., St. Paul, Minnesota. String Theory 2 from Rick Reichman, Nashville, Tennessee. Messy House, Suzanne Lenfante, I think that's how you say her name, Lawrence Harbor, New Jersey. We have This Guy's Roof from Dave Pelegi, Atlanta, Georgia. Leave Early Dad, Trent Babb, Fresno, California. Teddy Bear from Matthew Clark Wyatt, location unknown. The Holy Cow, Brian Nye, Lebanon, Tennessee. Unemployed Husband by Carmia, Washington, D.C., Personal training is bullying. Uncle Nath from Newcastle, Australia. Might. Solitary swing dancing from West Schultz, Washington, D.C. Looking for the wrong women. Patrick Andoni, New Orleans, Louisiana. Zoom calls by Tim Ketchersid, Dallas, Texas. The Tornado by Craig Slazik. Slazik. I should have asked you how to pronounce your name, Craig. Altamont Springs, Florida, just outside of Orlando. And Tiger King from Sean Hughes right here in my town of Nashville, Tennessee. Again, you can get this list at schooloflast.com under the episode for this podcast. I'll recap those at the end of the episode, but that's the order they're coming out in. Again, you can get this list at schooloflast.com under the episode for this podcast. Let's go ahead and listen to it, and I'll recap on the back. Farmers are getting carried away giving hormones to chickens. I asked my husband to go to the store for chicken breasts, and he said, Do you want regular or Kardashian? No, no, I, I do. I love all my kids. They're, they're great. And um, the, the older three that we adopted are black, um, and the two-year-old biological child is fat. <laughs> you guys like fat baby jokes. That's good. We're going to get along well then. Um, no, I mean, you know, uh, she's two, right? So she's supposed to be a little on the chubby side. Uh, at least that's what her pizza delivery guy keeps telling us when he shows up. And, uh, you know, like any good parent, I gave her my phone thinking she was watching YouTube and she was hitting Grubhub. Just like... Billy's got a hot pot, slimy like a fresh cut. Billy's got a hot pot, I'm so jealous. Billy's got a hot pot, he should wear a hijab. Billy's got a hot pot, I'm so jealous. What can I do to be like that? 
My belly jiggles like a startled walrus Hit the gym, eat some kale Whoops, I barfed the kale and broke my big toe We both get older, but I just get blubber While Billy gets three more abs An aging hunk, just like his dad But with an even bigger penguin Billy's got a hot pot, not a single thing wrong. Billy's got a hot pot, I'm so jealous. Billy's got a hot pot, hairy like King Kong. Billy's got a hot pot, I'm so jealous. What about a 16 year old daughter, right? And why parents, why? Can't have kids take normal photos on Instagram. Like every photo of hers off with half an eyeball, on an angle, all that stupid puppy dog filter. Now, I've got a decent up photo of her since 2016. If she went missing... <laughs> I, I don't know why I paused. But if she went missing, though, and I had to go to the police station, I'd have to take some sort of ransom note-style photo collage or just eyeballs and duck faces. And go to the office and there you go. That's my daughter. Suddenly, I'm the suspect. <laughs> It'd just be cheaper. <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's just some days though, it feels like she treats me like a walking ATM, right? It's even worse now, Combank's new tap and go app. The other day, she came in for a cuddle. Boop. I'm losing my memories these days. I lose my keys, wallets, and phone. Recently, I go on Facebook to locate myself. I don't know if I lost my memory on vacation or I ate them for breakfast. My memory is so far gone as in the Twilight Zone. What about losing my memory? I can't have enough pens. So I go online and order one million pens. The next day they're gone. Then I found out my wife's been making a fortune. She bought a Roy's Royce, she bought a Patek, and now she's dating the salesman from Staples. Volunteer teaching grief recovery can be challenging at times, especially when I have divorcees and widows in the same class. My wife and I were married over 50 years, miss her so much. She was the kindest soul you'd ever meet. Dude, you think you got it bad? Check out my story. My wife's best assets were running off with another man and taking all my money. And all I do is think about where is she night and day? At least you know where your wife is. My dad's a good man, very honest man. Like a lot of fathers, maybe a little bit too honest. You know, he, he would kind of say strange things. And in fact, I remember I was about six years old. I came to my dad. I said, Dad, you're so smart. Why am I so stupid? Daddy sits down, he says, uh, well, son, uh, you know what's not unusual for intelligence to skip a generation. <laughs> now it's time for Random Thoughts with Gary Busey. Sometimes at night I look in the mirror and I think, am I Nick Nolte? Join us again, won't you? For Random Thoughts with Gary Busey. 
my wife and I have been married for 42 years. That's a two with a four in front of it. And while I'm told that's not a record, I promise you it's more than a hobby. In all those years, we've had three, maybe four fights. We don't holler and throw things and trash the place. We just have different ideas or preferences. But when we do fight, it's always over the same thing. She's a Taurus, and I'm a dummy. And one time she didn't like what I was wearing, which at that time was nothing. And so she asked, who dressed you? And I said, my creator made me this way. She said, I think Colonel Sanders made you that way. My early onset Pantsheimers was acting up that day. Sometimes I forget to put on pants. I saw a pretty girl at the bar and she told me I had no game. Can you believe that? Yeah, so I pulled her stool out from under and screamed Jenga. <laughs> How's that for no game? <laughs> She's right though, I don't have game. I can't have game, because I'm not hip or cool, you know? But I do get called hipster a lot, which I disagree with. I don't think I'm a hipster. I think I'm too old to be a hipster. Because the first time somebody called me hipster, I had to Google what a hipster was. After I couldn't find it in my encyclopedia. According to my friends, they say, Dan, you wear a fancy sweater. You have a beard. That's what makes you a hipster. I'm like, no, I have a beard because without it, I look like the prime suspect for every kidnapping. At the end of the strings of the tea bags I use, there's little tags and they have sayings on them. This morning it was, accept the challenge you are facing. It may become your greatest gift. Only if the gift is returnable and I can get cash and not credit. It says, trust is peace. I say, but a trust fund is a whole lot more peaceful. It says, give thanks for unknown blessings heading your way. It's like when she tells you, oh, I love you so much. I'll be here with you forever. Guess what happens tomorrow? It says you are responsible for your actions. No, I have to finger someone. Maybe my parents. After all, they used to sing to me, Today is a day we give babies away for a half a pound of tea. <laughs> yeah, you'd blame them too. Not just because of the song, but how badly it was sung. But with all this wisdom, I figured it out. I'd be the smartest, most generous, handsomest, most perfect person on the planet if it weren't for everyone else. Another thing about quarantine is I finally had time to straighten up my house. Yeah, I didn't do it. So I need a new excuse is what it comes down to. Um, I wish I could say it's like shabby chic, but really it's more desperately ransacked. At any moment it looks like someone told an addict, there's crack hidden in that house. So I started decorating with police tape. <laughs> no, because that way if someone drops in unexpectedly, I can be like, that just happened. <laughs> the police said, don't touch anything. <laughs> Dude lets everybody in his house to hear Jesus talking. House is packed, slammed full of people, nobody could get to him. But these four dudes got this one guy who ain't walking. One of the shady guys goes, hey, hey. There's a staircase going to the roof back here. 
They bring this dude up to the roof. They dig through his roof and drop this dude down. We all know the story. Jesus, shake it about, about, boop. Dude pops up. He's healed. He runs off. Everyone goes to the next town to follow Jesus, doing the next miracle. What about this dude's roof? What would that interview be like? Yeah, I mean, I let all these guys in here. They eat all my food, tapping all the people, healing the things. Word of God is great. Who's going to fix my friggin' roof? Huh? Jesus didn't do nothing a little holy shiggity dow dow to get that thing fixed. He just prances off, says, my peace, I leave you. Blessings on you and your house. Did he magically poof a Jesus hammer so I could fix my roof? No. I want to go alive just to be a better dad than my dad was, you know. My dad was one of these guys, he's a good guy, but he just had the worst character trait. He always wanted to leave places early to avoid traffic. Any leave early dads here? Of course not, there he left. <laughs> now, I remember one time my dad took me to a baseball game. And right in the middle of it, he's like, hey, get your stuff together, we're going. And I'm like, dad, I'm up next to bat. <laughs> I strike out, my head's down, my like, coach is like, hey man, you did your best. That's all you could do, you did your best. That's not it. Well, what is it, man? I'm gonna need a ride home. My two-year-old's really fun though, because he's just at that age now where he's, he's starting to learn all sorts of words, and, and the one that always gets me is the word bear, like a teddy bear or stuffed animal, because he can't say it right. So we're at the store, he sees this little stuffed animal he wants, he looks at me very sweetly, Papa, I want a beer. <laughs> and I made the mistake of saying, no buddy, we're not going to buy any stuffed animals right now. And anyone who's ever had a two-year-old knows that saying no means Hey buddy, could, could you throw a big fit and draw a lot of attention? Because that'd just be swell. So he starts freaking out and yelling, No, I want a beer! Papa, I need a beer! Give me a beer now! I need a beer! Parents are staring at me, people look at me, and I'm like, the opportunity to be the good-looking parent at this point is lost. So I just looked him right in the eyes and said, Look, I already told you, no more beer until you clean your room. I'm really glad you guys are laughing because that lady at Child Services didn't think it was funny at all. After I graduated from college, I went to seminary to study, and I actually had a cow in one of my classes. I asked him what he was doing in seminary, and he said that he just wanted to be pasteurized. All I could think of were the words of the late, great Cubs announcer, Harry Carey. I mean, talk about a real holy cow. It's just utterly ridiculous when you think about it. Sorry, sorry. I know those were a lot of puns, but I just had to milk this one for all it was worth. My husband's a great dad. Before the pandemic, he brought our children to take your kids to work day, even though he's unemployed. They sat on the couch for hours and looked at ZipRecruiter.com. Okay, who wants to help daddy click apply now? Three offers came in for my six-year-old, but my husband's still looking. Listen, personal training is not a business. It's bullying! It's jocks picking on fat dads and then stealing their KFC money! Oh, man. 
I did that joking, but after the gig, this guy comes over to me and shakes my hand. He's like, mate, we don't bully people, mate. We help people. And he was kind of squeezing my hand, you know? You trying to bully me? And he has this tattoo on his neck, only God can judge me. I'm like, that's not true. I'm not God. And I'm judging you right now. So in this time of COVID, I have been doing a lot of phone chatting, Zoom chatting, and dancing by myself in my studio apartment. For example, I am even taking a virtual swing dance rhythm class on Zoom. I don't have a partner or anything, but at least I have learned how to count like this. A one, a three, a five, a six, a seven, a eight. I have also learned how to properly pronounce the number seven. It's seven, seven. I've been practicing a lot. Come to think of it, maybe I should have just taken a basic math class instead. But it's totally worth it because when I swing my invisible dance partner out, I know, I just know that she is having a fabulous time. Thank you. It was hard being single so late in life because people would always ask me that question, when are you going to finally meet yourself a good woman? One time I said, maybe I just want to meet a sleazy tramp. <laughs> you ever think about that, Mom? Been spending a lot of time on Zoom. I don't know about you guys. You know that little webcam on your computer? It adds like three inches to your forehead. I mean... I'm like clickbait for people with a thing for cone heads. I, uh, which, when my boss muted my video, I thought, well, it's the melon head. It's very distracting to everybody else, you know. But the email from the HR lady said that the tank top is not safe for work. So I was getting away with the G string, but the tank top is a no go. I have, as I mentioned, a nine-year-old boy, a seven-year-old girl, and a five-year-old tornado. I love that kid, but he surprised us by being born early, like three months early. Okay, so imagine, that is like you're in your trailer home, and you get a two-minute warning that an F5 tornado is about to hit. You yourself are okay, but your bank account is 10 miles away in a cul-de-sac. Yeah, and I, I started having kids late. I mean, I was 38 when we got married, uh, 40 when I had my first kid. My wife had the kid. <laughs> I was by her side. Uh, so if you, if you do the math, I'll be 63 when my kid, when my youngest graduates. Can you imagine that? He's going to be walking down. His friends will come up to him and say, oh, you brought your grandpa with you. And they'll be like, no, that's my dad. He lives in a cul-de-sac. I am a children's and family entertainer, and, and this is the weird stuff that happens in my life. I was at a birthday party today, and this kid goes, hey, I want um, a king's crown. So I'm like, okay, you know, we'll make you king's crown, no problem at all. Then he said, I want 
a tiger sword. So I had this little tiger print balloon and I made in this and I was like, tiger sword. He took it and goes, look, I'm the tiger king. We were like, no, you are not the tiger king, okay? Well, there you go. That's the crisp and clean comedy submissions. Hope you've laughed a little bit, found a couple things funny in there. And if you think you can do better, too late. This was it, man. You missed it. Next time, if we do this again, you got to get in early, dude, and do debts. But I want you to vote now for your favorite. You can do that in a couple of ways, and you can do it more than once by using each of the two following methods. You can go to the schooloflast.com website. Take a recap look at the names of the jokes and the comedians. Put that in the subject line, your favorite one, and email that to schooloflaughs at gmail.com. I'll tally those up. You can also go to the School of Laughs YouTube page, and underneath the uh, video of the episode, which is just the banner art, but you can hear the whole episode on there as well, in the comment section below the video on School of Laughs YouTube page, you can vote for your favorite again there. Just list their name and their routine number. And subscribe to the YouTube channel while you're in there. Lots of cool things happening in about six weeks that you don't want to miss out on. And the YouTube channel will be the first place those things are announced. Okay, that's it. Again, I'll recap the submissions. When you hear it and you hear your favorite, send in your vote. We have Chicken Hormones from Sheila Day in Nashville, Tennessee. We have Fat Baby, Dustin Kreider, Atlanta, Georgia. Billy Bod, Patrick Miller, Oakland, California. Instagram, Damien Challen from Newcastle, Australia, mate. Losing My Mind from Theodore Schmeckel from Mineola, New York. Divorces versus Widows at Shell from Fort Worth, Texas. Begging for Attention, J.B. Bowman, Nashville, Tennessee. Random Thoughts with Gary Busey, Brian Kahatsu, Glendale, Arizona. More Than a Hobby, Mark Johns, Austin, Texas. Not Hip or Cool. That's from Dan Bublitz, Jr., St. Paul, Minnesota. String Theory 2 from Rick Reichman, Nashville, Tennessee. Messy House, Suzanne Lenfante, I think that's how you say her name. Lawrence Harbor, New Jersey. We have This Guy's Roof from Dave Pelegi, Atlanta, Georgia. Leave Early Dad, Trent Babb, Fresno, California. Teddy Bear from Matthew Clark Wyatt, location unknown. The Holy Cow, Brian Nye, Lebanon, Tennessee. Unemployed Husband by Carmia, Washington, D.C. Personal Training is Bullying, Uncle Nath from Newcastle, Australia. Might. Solitary Swing Dancing from West Schultz, Washington, D.C. Looking for the Wrong Women, Patrick Andoni, New Orleans, Louisiana. Zoom Calls by Tim Ketcherson, Dallas, Texas. The Tornado by Craig Slazik. Slazik, I should have asked you how to pronounce your name, Craig. Altamont Springs, Florida, just outside of Orlando, and Tiger King from Sean Hughes, right here in my town of Nashville, Tennessee. Again, you can get this list at schooloflast.com under the episode for this podcast. Thanks to all those that submitted. Look forward to talking to you guys soon. Stay safe and stay funny. Thanks for listening to the School of Laughs podcast. If you'd like to hear more School of Last podcasts, you can find them on iTunes and Stitcher.com. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. For information on upcoming live and online classes, visit schooloflaps.com. Until next time, stay tuned, stay focused, and stay funny.